0: Welcome back, Priority Talk Radio, Nate Williams with you tonight, talking about fathers for this last half hour. So if you're a dad out there, I just want to tell you, you're doing a good job. Now, could we always do better? Yes, you could do better at any role, any job, any position that you have, but just being present in the lives of your children makes an incredible impact. Study after study shows this when it comes to various things like teenage pregnancies and, and, and crime and, and poverty, the, the presence of active fathers, fathers who are there and who love and and they take part. And it does make such a difference. But now if you're a Christian that's obvious. Nothing that I said. You might appreciate the, the the pat on the back and be like, "Yeah, thank you for that." And and I'll always do that for dads out there. But what I've said is not revolutionary. It's nothing crazy. Nothing that anyone with common sense wouldn't be able to also tell you. It's not unique. But apparently, for many of those politically, culturally, on I would say more of the the far left, I'm not going to say moderate left as much but those more on the far left well they're not big fans of fathers they're not the the fathers are optional they're unnecessary anyone can do the role of a father including another mother so then you have someone named mike johnson now he's the house speaker a republican from louisiana we've talked about him before and he's kind of weird To those who are outside of evangelical, conservative Christianity, he's an odd bird. He's an oddball. And the reason for this is, now, I'll tell you this right now. Our radio signal is pretty large. It goes across a lot of the South. We hit roughly two-thirds of Alabama. We go into Tennessee Georgia, Mississippi, and it, most likely if you're hearing this show, you're f- somewhat familiar with Christianity. You're either an active Christian, you're a nominal Christian, as in like y- you say you're Christian, but you don't really practice a whole lot or if at all, or if you're not a Christian, you're, you're familiar with the faith and, and some aspects of it, church on Sundays and Bible's important, all those things. But for those of you who the south the south is really what you mainly know about, it might surprise you to hear that a lot of other people outside of the south have no idea about some of the things that are so commonplace in our churches and in uh, Christian culture. So for example, Mike Johnson, there was this controversy, right? Amazing what's called a controversy. If I go and I cheat on my wife, the mainstream media would be like, eh, whatever. It'd be tabloid-type stuff. Scandalous, but not, not really, if we're being honest, the way Hollywood is and the media is in general. But Mike Johnson, house speaker, did this crazy thing, which is he installed a uh, porn blocker. Uh, a, a blocker, you know, coveted eyes. And, and with He's an accountability partner with his son because porn is terrible. It's awful. It leads to such disastrous things. So he had this crazy idea. I don't want to look at it. And I don't want my son to look at it. And so he had this uh, blocking software on his phone, I guess. And to the mainstream media that is so out of the loop in Christian culture, that was, whoa, that's weird. What is this alien? Uh, why does he care? He's being a police dad and and just let your son watch whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That explains it. To where you just take some of the basics of the faith and... As soon as it's discovered, as soon as it's unearthed, you know, kind of media type terms, as soon as it's unearthed, it's like, wow, how weird is this conservative Christian politician? Here's another example. Here is this uh, contrived controversy with Mike Johnson where he took his teenager, uh, his teenage daughter. So now now it's the daughter. His son had his own scandal with Covenant Eyes. With the daughter, he dared to do this terrible thing. Was it molestation? Was it physical abuse? Did he beat her? No, he did this awful thing called, uh, well, he took her to a purity ball in 2015 uh johnson and his daughter went to the ball with numerous other father father wow english father daughter pairs and it shows uh johnson's daughter vowing to him to live a life of purity as well as her uh, signing a pledge and as part of the pledge hannah made her commitment to god myself and my family my friends my future husband my future children to a lifetime of purity including sexual purity now it you may or may not know a lot about purity culture. It, it had its heyday in the 90s. It was a reaction against, against the sexual promiscuity of the sexual revolution. The 60s and 70s, um, everyone involved with that grew up. And, and the Christian backlash, the Christian response was like, oh, no, we don't want to repeat the 60s and the 70s. So then out of that reaction came purity culture which was saving yourself for marriage. It was big on courting instead of dating, et cetera, et cetera. Now, there were downsides to the purity culture. There's legalism and the conservative version of the prosperity gospel, where if you obey God and you follow certain rules, he's going to bless you, wink, wink, with a very awesome, how should I put it on radio, a very awesome romantic part of your marriage. I'll, I'll phrase it like that. So wink wink you 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 follow the laws and the rules and and then hey that part of marriage is going to be amazing. So yes, purity culture had its downsides, legalism and and stuff like that, but but the intentions were good. In a world gone crazy with prom- promiscuity and uh, all all the things that come with that and STDs and teenage pregnancies and and uh, abortions depending on, you know, the decision of certain individuals there were some good parts to purity culture. And so there were purity rings, there were purity balls, and it was trying to get away from hookup culture and the despair and all that that comes with it. So Mike Johnson took his daughter to a purity ball in 2015. Now, remember, if you grew up in Christian circles, that's not that shocking, really. Purity culture was a major thing in in America. But... Now, for a lot of the rest of the country, this is scandalous. Like, they would rather Mike Johnson cheat on his wife, qu- quite honestly. That would be like, oh, well, hey, join the club. Everyone does it. Than dare to install Covenant Eyes on the phone of uh, his son. And so they'd be accountability partners. And would dare to take his daughter to a purity ball where she wants to stay pure until marriage. It's wild. And so you see Mike Johnson being attacked for something that's rare in our culture, which is he's being a good father, not a perfect father. That doesn't exist. So, dad's out there. You're doing your best. I I get it. And I support you. Uh, No one's perfect. But in a crazy upside down world, if you are present, if you are active, if you are involved in the church if you care deeply about the lives of your teenage sons and daughters you're the weirdo you're the weirdo they would rather dads be absent they'd rather dads be non-existent they would rather dads be uh, kind of and we'll get into this at, we'll we'll go to break and then we'll get into this on the other side oh, they'd rather dads be portrayed as incompetent foolish weak dumb whiny and that's sad. That's sad. So so dads out there, stay in the fight. Whether you, you kind of do some of the things that Mike Johnson does or what other dads do that you see that are good role models, whatever it is, keep on doing it. I, I, I think back to my dad and the way I grew up, and he worked really hard. He worked a lot of hours, but he'd always take me to my sports practices. He'd always be there for the games. Um, he'd be there for when I was uh, younger, uh, he'd be there for the piano recitals that I was in, along with some of my siblings. And he, he was there. And I, I appreciate that because now that I'm older, I'm in my mid 20s and Lord willing, one day I'll be a dad as well. I, I see that there are sacrifices there. We live in a very selfish world where mothers and fathers were taught to put our careers first, climb up the corporate ladder. We're taught to go get all the degrees. We're taught to uh, go whatever, enjoy all the vacations. And and children just hold you back, man. They're just whiny, annoying, dirty. They keep you up at night. And so we're taught to either put off uh, having kids or not to have them at all. Because, hey, you live your life. You only live it once. Don't think about the future. Don't think about anyone other than yourself. So to the dads out there, and we'll talk more about this in the next segment. Uh, keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on fighting for your kids, and you're not going to be perfect. So, you know, always learn how to apologize. Apologize early and you know, apologize often. Tell your kids you love them and you're proud of them. And then as they grow up, they're going to look back, and there are going to be things that they don't realize till later, but they will appreciate you. I know it doesn't seem like that now. You got teenagers that slam the door, maybe, or, you know, maybe they. They say certain things and all all, all the stuff. Maybe they stay out a little bit past curfew. I get it. But just know that your kids will one day recognize all the effort you put into raising them. I hope you know that. This is Priority Talk Radio. Truth 101.1. Yeah, we're here till 7. I'm glad to be talking with you about these things. More fatherhood in our culture news when we come back. We go until about 7 o'clock tonight, so we're almost there at the end of our show, but don't worry. Don't fret. Do not be afraid. We'll be back tomorrow. And uh, we're talking about fatherhood right now. My name's Nate Williams. Greg Davis is out for tonight, but he'll be back soon. And we're talking about fatherhood, a little bit about Mike Johnson. A house Speaker from Louisiana, and he is oddly, weirdly, he, he does this strange thing, which is he cares to be a good dad. And in our culture, that's just wild. We can't have that. Understand? We can't have that. And we want to recognize. I, I'm I'm careful when I call things satanic, because there's always the satanic panic where everything a Christian does not like is satanic, and and we don't want to do that. We do not want to do that to where, oh, no, this commercial said something I don't like. It's a demon. Oh, no, this. uh, I don't know. I'm just making up stuff. This picture looks a little weird. It is satanic. Like we don't want to call everything satanic because that can get ridiculous. Sure. But one thing we know is that Satan hates the things of God. So what does God institute? He instituted His church, Uh, Jesus Christ is head of the church, and so Satan hates the church. God instituted government. He government at its core was was, is a good thing, meant for good reasons. Read uh, Romans thirteen to reward good and punish evil. So government fundamentally is a good thing. Now it can go terribly wrong. I do know history, but Satan hates a good government. God instituted marriage between one man and one woman for the creation and raising of children. So guess what Satan hates? Satan hates marriage. Mothers and fathers. Satan hates you. Satan wants to destroy your marriage and destroy your family, destroy your children. So that's where I see satanic demonic things behind some movements and now i'm careful to not label necessarily a person that way oh you vote differently than me you're from satan no i i don't think that's always fair and we need to be careful but you see some forces that push some i'm going to be open and honest some demonic things and you see the destruction of the father fathers are are good they they protect and they provide and they 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 set a good example for for everyone but sons in particular so there was a new york times article that decided a couple shows were problematic now if you hear problematic what do you think of when i hear a show's problematic i'm thinking oh it's overly sexual maybe it's overly violent A lot of cuss words, you know, I'm trying to think, a lot of alcohol and drugs, and we don't need to see a lot of that, and that's what I imagine is problematic. And so, as I looked at this headline, I'm thinking, oh man, something must be wrong with these two shows. They're problematic. But you remember it's from the New York Times, and what the New York Times thinks is problematic might be different than what you and I think of as problematic. There was a New York Times piece that said Chip Chilla and Bluey. Well, if you don't know what those are, that's okay. Don't, don't worry. But these two shows are problematic because, ready for this, have a dramatic drum roll. They have weirdly present fathers. Whoa. I mean, children, shield your eyes. Let's mute the TV. Let's maybe turn the channel or whatever because of weirdly present fathers. Now, Bluey and Chipchilla are, uh, are TV shows geared at kids. And from what I can tell, I've only seen bits and pieces of them. It seem to be decent. And the New York Times has a problem, though. It's dads are in the picture. Oh, no. How terrible. Now, I often talk about christian alternatives on the show so for instance if you're tired of uh, disney and how woke it's gotten and how gross and perverse it's gotten in certain things well i talked about bent key that's daily wires uh, kids uh segment of their uh, entertainment programming so go check out bent key that's literally the name bent key and so their version of their kids show is Chipchilla. and there's also the australian series bluey And it just goes to show where our culture's at. So here here we go. Uh, Both fathers are derided as a, quote, fantasy, end quote, for being so active and engaged with their children But according to New York Times, Chip Chilla is the far more offensive of the two because Chum Chum, one of the remember, this is a kid's show. okay? Uh, Chum Chum, I guess, is a character in the show. Uh, This person or this character teaches lessons about dead white people, such as George Washington, Ben Franklin, Neil Armstrong, etc., and leads his kids in fun games and lessons as a way of establishing male authority. Chipchilla is the most popular show on our new Bent Key platform, and Bluey is the most popular children's show period. Uh, uh, This person he leads the Daily Wire, his name's Jeremy Boring, and this is what he's saying. It's no coincidence that two shows that feature loving and engaged nuclear families with great values who actually enjoy being together are so popular. So Chipshilla and Bluey just have dads teaching good lessons. So for example, they you learn about George Washington and Ben Franklin, Neil Armstrong, but remember to the left. Those are white people. And being white is a cardinal sin. You you European male uh, um homophobic Christ s- Christian-centered, I'm just trying to remember the words that the left uses and makes up on a daily basis, uh, homophobic, straight, c- uh, cis, heteronormative. I- I'm trying. Stewart's over there just laughing at me. I'm, I'm trying to come up with the names that, that they say, and, and I'm blanking right now. But you can't teach lessons about dead white people because you're racist or something. Mm-hmm anyways that's just where we're at where problematic to our mainstream culture means you're a good dad remember in the 90s uh in the 1900s i should say you had 60s 70s 80s the, the rebellious rock and roll generation if you were rebellious in those days you know what you did it was sex drugs and rock and roll baby That's what you did to show that you were rebellious and you were throwing off the shackles of authority and mom and dad couldn't tell you what to do and the church couldn't tell you what to do and the government could go and whatever, jump off a cliff. And that's how you showed the world that, man, you were your own person. Yeah, you did all those things. You want to be rebellious these days? You want to... Show off your wild side and your individuality and, and you don't care what anybody thinks, and you want to get wild these days. Stay married. Whoa, That's far out there. Have a healthy family. Have a healthy nuclear family. Love your kids and dads, be present and active and and check in with your kids, see how they're doing and, 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 and be strong for them and show them a good example, including, I' always say, be a good example, but also, you know, if you make a mistake, apologize. Sometimes guys can, including me, can have a tough time with that one. Tell your kids that you love them. And I guess to the New York Times, you will be problematic. Going back to our last, last segment, Mike Johnson, if you care about what your kids see on their phones and you kind of don't like pornography and you'd rather them not, and and you do something about it, whoa, man. You can't do that. So this is how you be rebellious in America in 2023, soon to be 2024. It's wild. Every year, the years go by faster. Anyways, that's a separate topic. Regardless, if you want to be a rebel, if you really want to stick it to them, have a healthy family and put energy and effort into your marriage whoa it's it's wild be involved in a local church because really outside of the south and even in the south it's kind of declining but churches are are shrinking denominations are shrinking this is how you be countercultural boldly boldly stand up for the truth but do so with grace conservatives we love the truth we love talking about pro life and pro marriage and pro-gender that men are men and women are women we love that but sometimes we lack in grace more liberal churches they love the grace part yeah jesus loves you man jesus just you you do your thing and 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 jesus always will love you well the god the the love of god never ends that's true but grace without truth is is a shell doesn't mean much so what we need to do is we stand boldly for truth but to do so graciously to stand for good laws but then when people break the law or they partake in harmful behaviors to be for them there as well in the prisons and the jails and the hospitals and the rehab centers so we want to do both if you can imagine we always lean towards what we're comfortable so sometimes we like to hit people with the law Uh, Sometimes we want to give people a hug and it's all good and necessary in its own place and its own context. So that's how you be rebellious in 2024. So, you know, you don't need to get a tattoo and you don't need to do drugs. I'm very happy to say that you don't need to mess yourself up, mess your body up. Just be a good spouse and a good parent. And, and you're you are well on your way to being described uh, being described as problematic by the New york Times anyways we'll be back on tomorrow we are almost at seven o'clock so make sure to tune in we're on mondays through Fridays from five to seven check out our website prioritytalkradio.com we also have a podcast as well priority talk it's on most major podcast carriers this is Nate Williams it's been a wonderful night i hope y'all are driving safe, be praying, be active in the word, be active in the church and go love somebody. Tell them about Jesus. How about that? Anyway, stay safe. We'll talk with you later.